Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam. Good morning. It's Janet Rose here on the Morning Jam. We're glad to have you along this morning. We are also pleased to be talking with White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. And uh, he is joining us to talk about President Biden, who's expected to attend the North American Leaders Summit in Mexico City. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning to you. So um, let's talk a little bit about this. Our listeners are wanting to know why uh, Vice President Harris, she, she's been very absent in these visits to the border and in some of these talks. But it looks like Biden is kind of stepping up and taking this on, huh? Well, look, I mean, the, the president right now is at a, a you know, a, a leader's summit. So he's meeting with his direct counterparts from Canada and Mexico and happened that he stopped at El Paso on Sunday to sort of survey the scene for the first time in his presidency and for the first time in some time in his career in public service. It's not quite clear to us exactly when uh, he previously went to the border, but his administration aides insisted that he had at some point, mm -hmm. uh, either during his career as a senator or as vice president. But the bottom line is uh, the president is now directly engaged on this issue today at a joint st statement. Uh, we expect some sort of announcement from the leaders about a commitment on the part of the Mexican government to do more to work with U.S. law enforcement to interdict fentanyl. Um, when it comes to the migration question, uh, and, you know, you talk about root causes, which is something that the, the Vice President Harris was tasked with working on. Yesterday, the Mexican president, Emmanuel uh, Lopez Obrador, essentially accused the president and the United States of ignoring Latin and Central and South America. And uh, he said it's time for that to end. Uh, essentially, he's asking for America to spread the wealth around. I'm paraphrasing and sort of maybe even distorting uh, slightly what <laughs> AMLO was saying. But essentially, uh, what, what, he's, what he's suggesting is that the United States owes more to that region of the world uh, to uh, get ahead of or prevent the migration of people north for economic reasons. Uh, the uh, president said that America's responsibilities extend beyond this Western Hemisphere and that there, you know, their aid dollars have to flow all over the world. Um, but uh, it was a rare moment where reporters were able to see some of that tension between the Mexican leader and the American president. One other thing to mention, the president last week in his speech on this issue said that the Mexican government would agree to uh, uh, accept the expedited removal of about 30,000 migrants from four countries, among them Venezuela and Haiti and Cuba, where the U.S. government says there's been an uptick in attempted crossings of the Mexican border from those four countries. The Mexican government has agreed to take in 30,000 of those migrants a month if they attempt to cross illegally. But at the same time, the Biden administration has said it will grant legal permission for the same number, 30,000 migrants a month from those four countries, if they apply in their home countries get vetted and approved, and then essentially fly on a plane here to the United States rather than coming up across the border. The White House hopes that this will alleviate some of the pressure along the border. The border towns, leaders there, governors of those states have expressed. Why do you think um, it, it's taken so long for him to make this step? I mean, we've, we've been dealing with this border crisis almost immediately after he took office. Well, the White House defends itself by saying that the president made a, a, a comprehensive immigration reform proposal on his first day in office, and uh, it's Republican critics who aren't serious about it and all this. 
but I think it's it's gotten to a point where it is a, a, a substantial political pressure point for him, and it's because of the data. If you look at the number of people who have attempted to cross the U.S.-Mexico border in the last several months, you'll see it's essentially in an all-time high. Mm-hmm. The Biden administration would tell you that, well, that's because for a whole year under Title 42 in the Trump administration, uh, the Trump administration broke the system and people weren't able to claim asylum. And now you have all these people, all these persecuted people of the world who are saying that they have a legal right to come to the United States. And that's the natural aftermath of, of, of the Trump era policy. Um, the Republicans would argue that the Biden administration has uh, given forward sort of an air of permissiveness where people would uh, feel as though they had not just a legal right to claim asylum, but a legal right to stay, even if their asylum claims are denied or never heard. And the argument from the Democrats that the system is broken sort of ignores the idea that the system is broken because people broke it. And rather than repairing that by stepping up enforcement and deportations, the Biden administration has said that it would um, much more readily allow people to make claims that they have been persecuted and that they are entitled to legal protections here in the United States and that they should be um, allowed to uh, have their humanity. I asked the president last week whether he sees, as activists do, migration as a human right. He gave a nuanced answer. He said that he would see it in the case of a family that's been persecuted, and he specifically invoked Jews in the Holocaust in Germany as people who were persecuted and had a right to flee as a human right. But he also said that America has the right to ensure that those who want to come to this country are vetted for, if nothing else, criminal backgrounds. Well, and and he's absolutely right, because his first responsibility is to the American people. And uh, and hopefully we're going to see something accomplished over over this uh, this summit meeting. So fingers crossed there. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Stephen. We really appreciate it. You bet. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy this morning joining us on the Morning Jam.